fancy, clever way of opening this episode. Which episode? <clears throat> We're doing Texas Chainsaw. A clever way? Yeah. Hmm. Clever. Hmm. Got anything, Brandon? Nope. So are, are we recording already? Yeah, we're recording. It's too early in the day for cleverness for me. Hey, Matt. Huh? Do your thing, cuz. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no, we're not talking about that text chainsaw. Uh, I wish we were. <laughs> hello, and welcome to It Came From The Video Store. I'm one of your hosts, I'm Eric. I'm Brandon. I'm Matt. And, uh, yeah, we're gonna be talking about the, uh, new Texas Chainsaw Massacre, sadly. Uh, but before we do that, uh, if you like the show, give us a rating review on iTunes, that's the best way to help us. And, uh, Matt, tell them where they can find us. You could find us at uh, Facebook and Instagram at It Came From The Video Store and Twitter at Video Store Rejects. Yep, which I've been trying to be more uh, active, I guess you can say. Tweet uh, at us. Tweet at us, bro. Um, tweet at us, cuz. Oh, jeez. You know, it's. I'm going to be very open and upfront. I did not like this movie at, at all, and I actually had hopes. I, had, I I went in differently and had zero hopes and found little nuggets of goodness, but the rest of it was just black. So you could say you kept, you kept your standards low, so you weren't disappointed. That's my motto in life, <laughs> especially as I get older. Right, I guess we'll go over the uh, details. <laughs> Texas Chainsaw Massacre came out this year, 2022. Uh, uh, what, it came out a couple weeks ago. At, well, at the time of this recording, I don't know when this is going to get released. Uh, director... David Blue Garcia. Uh, I thought it was written by, produced by someone else. Oh, uh, produced by, I can't, I'm going to butcher the name and I apologize. Fetty Alvarez. Oh, I've heard of him. Yeah. Who, from what I remember, he uh, either like wrote, I know he wrote Don't Breathe, and he did the screenplay for Evil, the Evil Dead remake. He's done very much better work. Yeah, because <laughs> Don't Breathe and the Evil Dead remake are fucking awesome. I don't know about Evil Dead 2. Or not Evil Dead 2, I mean um, Don't Breathe 2. I I haven't seen it. I think it came out and it was just forgotten already. Yeah. There was very little hype for it. I don't think it came out during the pandemic. I mean, we're still in the pandemic, but... um, Starring... This movie starring Sarah Yarkin... Elsie Fisher, Mark Burnham, it's Leatherface, and other people who I don't know and don't care. Uh, <laughs> Olwyn Fury as uh, Sally Hardesty, which that uh, we'll get to that. <laughs> I'm not happy to talk about this movie. <laughs> I really am not. It, Every time we review a Texas Chainsaw movie, it's just a shitty one after shitty one. Uh, now, this film is supposed to be a direct sequel to the original. Much like most of the franchise. Yeah, it's got one of the sloppiest continuity franchises out there. I thought Halloween was bad. But at least, here's, here's the thing with Halloween. You have one, Halloween 1, Halloween 2. Those are sequels. You get 3, which it tried doing its own thing. We don't count it. Then you get the the Jamie trilogy in a way, so you get four, five, and Curse. That's its own little trilogy. All right, and it's still in a way they're a continuation of one and two. They really are. Yeah, but then they reboot it with H two O, 
and resurrection. So that's its own thing. That's erasing everything else and going off the original. You get the remakes. And then you get another sequel erase. And you get Halloween 2018, which was awesome. And the reason I'm bringing up Halloween is because, well, you'll understand why later. Uh, trying to go over the Texas Chainsaw Massacre franchise continuity hurts my brain. It's like trying to explain Pepe Silvia. It really is. Because you got one, then you got two, which is like a reboot, a parody. You got Leatherface, which is, in my opinion, its own thing. Just like Next Generation, I think, is considered a reboot also. And then what? It was a, a remake after Next Gen, right? Yeah, 2003 remake. I'm going to go out and say this. I don't care if I get ridiculed. I think the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake is one of the best remakes out there. It's a good one. It's one I actually watch more than the original. I just rewatched the original. I showed it to Lauren because I knew I was going to force her to watch this new one. And she was really confused about like the order of things. And I'm like, yeah... It doesn't help. I'm not showing you crap in order also. Because you got the remake. The remake got a prequel after that. And then you got Texas Chainsaw 3D, which it scraps everything and is a direct sequel to the original. And then you get another Leatherface, which is a prequel to the original. And you got this new one, which just scraps everything again. It's like, make up your fucking mind, man. <laughs> um... Should we, should we dive into this? We're really dreading no. this movie. <laughs> I had watched it once, and I think that it was more than enough. I dro- watched it on a car ride. I wish I got car sick, because that would have well, been a lot better. So, at least in Texas Chainsaw 3D... and Oh, spoiler alerts for many of these franchise films. Oh yeah, we're going to go over the whole franchise. Yeah, that's just the only way to dissect this. But I remember watching 3D, and it was good until she yells, do you think, cuz. I think that's really what ruined it. <laughs> this movie, I wanted to turn it off within the first 30 minutes. And normally, when I watch a movie that I don't end up liking, I'll end up liking it the first viewing, and then it sits, and it curdles like milk, and I go, oh, this is actually really bad. Me and her are watching it, I'm like, I... I honestly could be watching Texas Chainsaw 3D right now and be having a better time. Yeah. There's no meat to the movie. <laughs> no meat. Uh-huh. No meat. I mean, literally, the whole the whole thing takes place. Oh, sizzle, like, no steak. Yeah. It literally takes place all <laughs> in one, like, street. Okay. Perk of this movie. I do like the idea it takes place in a deserted town. Much like the remake of House of Wax. But at the same time, it seemed like it was like a universal backlot. It was. Like, I expected Marty <laughs> McFly to run through it. <laughs> That's what it looked like. <laughs> it felt very cheap. And I guess this was supposed to go to theaters, and then they decided just to stream it, and now I understand why. Well, they couldn't get a distributor, so Netflix bought it. Yeah, and I, I see why. Yeah. Um, I guess I'll go over some perks of this film. It did have good cinematography. Yeah. Visually, it was appealing. Uh and it did have some good kills. It definitely didn't hold back on gore. Yeah. Uh, it had some pretty pretty damn good kills in it. Um, 
Leatherface himself, I felt like, is a redeeming quality in this movie. The actor who portrayed him, I felt, gave him a very good personality. Like, he should, well, like he showed emotion, is what I'm getting through. He didn't just feel like some lunking idiot going through, like, emotionless. Fucking <laughs> 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 just yelled and screamed. He actually really doesn't yell. No, but there's... Okay, so the whole plot of the film is these millennials or Gen Zs move into this deserted desert town and they're buying it to gentrify it. Which to me just seems completely stupid because there's... It's not like it's a deserted town with places near it. It's like three hours away from anything. There's nothing there. There's no development. There's nothing... why would you invest money in it this just, place? It seems just like a waste of fucking time <laughs> and an excuse to get Gen Z out there. Now, I look at it this way. If this movie is trying to say, fuck you, Gen Z, that's a perk. If it's trying to, like, support Gen Z, then I don't like it. You get what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I do roll my eyes because everything they're trying to do is, like, super PC and this, this, and that, and... I, like, uh, they're in Texas, clearly. And the main character, I don't even know what the fuck her name is, but Sarah Yarkin's character, she, they're at the gas station, and, like, she makes a remark about this guy walking around with a gun. Like, it's fucking Texas, man. Yeah. They shave holding a gun. They eat cereal holding a gun. They scratch their heads with their fucking guns. <laughs> It, uh, it as just, soon as you go over the border, they give you a gun. Exactly. It's like when you go to Alaska, <laughs> they give you money. When you go to Texas, like, here's a gun. <laughs> well, I'm only five. Hey. You'll, you'll, um, you'll grow you into can, it. <laughs> you can go to a baby shower and get a gun as a gift. <laughs> Hello, cowboys. <laughs> Giddy up. Uh, but I did like the idea of a... Uh, a small town. It's it was different enough, rather than seeing the same shit. Someone going to a house and well, they do go into a house. Well, they do. It's actually an orphan, <laughs> it's actually an orphanage. Yeah, it's an orphanage. I noticed it the second time around because they're kicking this old lady out uh, because they they said they they have the deed, and uh, I was always wondering like why the hell is Leatherface just hanging out with some random old lady? Now I know why. Paid attention this time around. <laughs> um, there was a there was a line in this movie that I actually kind of ch- there was a knee slapper, uh-huh. and this old uh, the old lady comes out and she's like, "Oh, if I would have known, I would have had visitors. I would have put my face on." And I was like, "Ah, I see what y'all did there." <laughs> and that's the funniest moment in the movie. That's like the only working humor. Actually, there really was no humor in this movie. And if it was, it watching was the, meant for Gen Z, maybe. I don't know. Wa- wa- watching the the big kill, the, uh, the the scene on the bus was was, was funny. Yeah, that's that's me. <laughs> <laughs> that was me. <laughs> Matt is showing us a photo of Willem Dafoe from, from the lighthouse with a big shitted shitted eating grin. <laughs> I saw it was like Willem Dafoe was on SNL and he he was addressing the fact that like he went from playing the the goblin and now everybody wants him to play the Joker and he said something to the lines of like I guess it's good to know I have a homicidal maniac quality about me. <laughs> he does. <laughs> God bless Willem Dafoe. Um 
So there are very little perks to this movie. I think Leatherface himself is perfect. I wouldn't change anything about him. He's fine in this movie. Can we agree on that? Or mm-hmm. do, you have, do you have... What did you think about Leatherface in this movie? My only minor thing was the mask was kind of uninspiring. Yeah, but was... that's because I'm, I'm a hoity-toity artist. But Yeah, it was very just like I cut a face off. That made no sense. So the one, his caretaker dies. After, like She has like a heart attack basically on the way to the hospital. And you can actually see him like getting emotional. And I'm like, all right, I, I like this. Like, Pretty much it's like they're, they're turning him into Rambo. They're telling him he doesn't belong. <laughs> Kicking him out of a small town. <laughs> I didn't want this. I didn't want this. <laughs> what the fuck does Rambo say? I didn't want the war. You brought the war to me. <laughs> Please ignore that. Uh, I'm probably going to cut that out. <laughs> yeah, I just cut that out. But uh, I, I try to uh, imitate a scene from Rambo, but I forgot the words. Just visualize it. But in a way, it was like Rambo. They're trying to kick him out of the town. They brought the war to him. Yeah. They started it. <laughs> I just don't understand why he would cut her face off. Well, he's, it's a memorial to her. I was a little hurt, because I go to Lauren, I go, when I die, will you wear my face? And she said no. Oh. How did, how did it stick on? He didn't, like... That's a... that's that's the thing. He didn't, like, stitch it. There's no wire or I string. Thought, I thought he cut a hole for his ears. That's it. Really? This movie? It really was uninspiring. Like I like the whole stitch together. Uh, kinda I do up. like the part when yeah. he needed the hammer. Oh, we'll get to that. <laughs> that. That actually was a scene. I was like, oh, shit. Other than the mask being kind of bland. and I, I felt like they didn't know how to give him a face. So it's like, I'm, they killed you. So I'm going to wear your face and go kill them. So they know that, you know, this yeah, is I thought all he, because I thought, of I, the... I thought he was wearing the cop's face. Mm. No, he, he he was cutting off the the old lady's face. And... Nobody explains when he, because when he gets back to the orphanage, he's putting makeup on. Was he really? Yeah, yeah. yeah he did. Yeah, he's yeah. yeah. going like, but that's, that's... I'm a pretty girl. He's, <laughs> he's done that in the other <laughs> movies, too. Well, they always said, like, there, there's a fine line about, like, cross-dressing in Texas Chainsaw that no one ever really wants to address. But it's only in, like, the original and next-gen and a little bit of this one, I guess. Yeah. Michael Bay's kind of ignored it completely, which is, like, whatever. Yeah. I think it, the the whole cross-dressing aspect of it was more Ed Gein influential. Sure. I mean, personally, I don't give a shit whether he, what he does. I... I'm a sucker for the face that he wears. That's really all. It's like, make, make it fucking terrifying. Mm-hmm. I actually, aside from the original Texas Chainsaw, like, masks, the remake is perfect. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like, I don't even like Michael Bay. That was Michael Bay, right? It was Michael Bay that produced it. That was the only thing he did that was like, okay, I tip my hat to you, good sir. Yeah, it's a good mask. I'm guaranteeing right now, if we ever do a list of, like, remakes that are probably if not better good or as good as the original that one's on there i watched that one a hell of a lot more not the prequel as much the beginning right i don't really think i ever really watched the beginning i know the beginning. yeah i remember scenes of it i think i just stopped watching it it had a lot of the sheriff in it it tried reenacting some shit from the original movie i remember mm. but i don't know the first remake i it was its own being and then 
I don't know. This movie try like. Here's the thing with my my gripe with this movie. They're clearly trying to rip off Halloween. Oh yeah, they even they even make Leatherface like supernatural in this, just like Michael and it, Myers. It makes no fucking sense. So, the original Texas Chainsaw is very. It's more of a suspense. Yeah. There's not a lot of gore whatsoever in that movie. It's more like mind fucking, and you, you see this fucked up family killing people, and even a lot of the there's no gore in that movie. If you think about it, the most blood I, I remember seeing is when the dude cuts his hand. That and when um, Leatherface uh, chainsaws um, Franklin. Yeah. Yeah. You see some blood splatter, but it's it's a lot of implied implied uh, violence. But it was very raw and very uncomfortable. Yeah. I do remember the watching that with the scene where like Sally's tied to the table with a chair. Just like 30 minutes of her screaming. I'm like, just fucking kill her already. It's like, <laughs> I, cause I haven't seen it in so long. Hit that bitch, grandpa. Yeah. <laughs> and that's like the shit I missed because it was ground, it was fucking raw, but then there was also <clears> kind of <throat> like comedic elements like, uh, what was the brother's name in the original? I'm drawing a blank. I think it was just the hitchhiker. Name. Yeah. The hitchhiker. Yeah. And then you got Grandpa, and then you got the the old man. And you have these lively characters in this crazy fucking situation. And uh, it's unsettling. And then you get this movie, and it's just like, we're going to give you gore. Like It's like, okay, if you're trying to rip off Halloween, at least when the Halloween 2018 reboot came out, it recaptured the suspense and thriller that was in the original Halloween. There's really not a lot of blood in the original Halloween. It's very a uh, slow burn and suspenseful. It's like a Hitchcock film. Yeah. And the reboot managed to kind of capture that. Halloween kills is a whole different story, but you know, evil <laughs> dies tonight. <laughs> <laughs> this movie's like Gen Z dies tonight. <laughs> um. So I mean, if you think about Leatherface, is doing everybody a favor. That's the thing. I like horror movies where there's at least a character you want to survive. Look at Nightmare on Elm Street, the original. You want Nancy to kick Freddy's ass. They made her such a like a well-written character. Sidney Prescott, at least in the original two movies, you want her to kick Ghostface's ass. Laurie Strode, you root for her. Everyone in this movie, I wanted to see them die. It's bringing out the worst in me. You can't even root for Sally because it's not even the original actress. It's not Marilyn Burns because well, she's passed away. But I don't even feel like she was necessary in the movie. She was in one fucking movie, and I felt like they brought that character back just to match Jamie Lee Curtis coming back. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Like this movie is the Halloween reboot from Wish.com. It's like, hey, can I copy your homework? Yeah, just change it a little bit. I mean, if they were going to bring back Sally, they're a few decades late. <laughs> well, first of all, it's like 50 years later, and it makes no sense that this Leatherface would be like 75. And he's very physical. He's very sprite. <laughs> he's very fast, too. Um, <laughs> I don't know why people aren't afraid. Like, If you're going to scrap everything and make it a direct sequel... Why don't you be a little artsy and have it set in, like, the 80s and just go for a satire film? Well, that's what Chainsaw 3D tried. No. You actually... It, I think it took place in the 90s. Well, 80s, 90s. But they 90s, had iPhones. No, but wait, they had yeah. iPhones. Yeah, it makes no sense. Yeah. I, I think they were trying to make it very, like... 
unaware of what year it took place. But yeah, I I completely forget that like the cop in that movie is like FaceTiming. Yeah. But at least you're like in the Sawyer house in that one with the big sliding metal door. That I mean, you gotta give that movie at least a little credit now. I don't like the fact this movie makes that movie look better. I really don't. <laughs> You're making Texas Chainsaw look 3D look good. It's not a good look. Ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, but really, the, the only one of the only guys in this issue was kind of like, oh, I kind of suck when, when when he goes is the uh, handyman. Yeah, yeah. They, they try to make him an asshole, and I mean, don't get me wrong, he is kind of an asshole, but. It's just, well, they, I mean, really, they started with him giving him shit because he had a gun. Yeah. And, you know, like, he takes her keys because they find out that, like, he, they were responsible for that lady having a heart attack. And they're having a fucking auction. Can you imagine, like, being in your hometown and just watching these, like, 20-year-olds auction off your fucking home? Yeah, well, even I couldn't buy that. Why are all these rich kids out in the fucking middle of nowhere in Texas buying property in a town that's has no value. I honestly think it was just for the sake of, like, we gotta put the new generation in there. Well, yeah, and if this was done, like, ten years ago, it would have been a rave instead of an auction. It was almost kind of annoying. <laughs> it's almost annoying at this point. Yeah. Um, I don't even... I guess I should look up the character names. We got the one blonde that dies in the car accident very early on. Yeah. Um... Really, there's only four main characters, and they they waste no time knocking a majority of them off. Uh, first character, her name was Ruth. She died instant, like within the first what twenty minutes of the film. Mm-hmm. Melody and Lila are the sisters in this film. They uh, they look nothing like sisters. Lila was a survivor shoot a school shooter victim, which like okay. That's cool to put that in there because, in a way, it is kind of realistic, and it's like her trying to handle the trauma and stuff like that. They just they handle it wrong. Yeah, well, it, there wasn't a whole lot of focus on her, really. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's like okay, you have a character with potential, but we're gonna focus more on our annoying older sister, and then we're gonna hell, we're gonna throw in Sally. Why? Because we think you want to see it. Because remember when another franchise did it three years ago? Yeah. <laughs> and when she gets introduced, it's almost like from Endgame. You took everything from me. <laughs> I don't even know who the that's hell you are. <laughs> that's the funniest fucking part of it. She finally confronts Leatherface, and he's just sitting on a cot, like, taking a nap. <laughs> he's old. He's had a hard day. She's <laughs> like, hey, don't you remember me? I'm like, dude, he's... Seriously, the guy never talks, like... You think he gives a shit about what happened 50 years ago? And she tries to get him to talk, just like they tried to get him get Michael Myers to talk in 2018. But she legitimately like, lets him walk away. And I'm watching this, I'm like, oh, Laurie Strode still would have popped a cap in his ass. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you couldn't at least shoot him in the kneecaps so he can't walk anywhere? And before that, um, when What's-His-Face gets killed, when he's... Um, when the handyman finds him, yeah. like walking towards the bus, yeah, he tells the uh, the one Gen Z girl to get in the bus, call the cops, and leave, and she does yeah, another. He has, the, he has the keys. Everyone in this movie is a fucking idiot. That's the, uh, the one thing to get out of this movie. 
And that's what I was trying to say. Like, they don't make one character that you root for. They're mm-hmm. all fucking morons making dumbass decisions. And it's like, okay, you're trying to emulate Halloween 2018. But here's the thing. That movie actually took itself seriously. They wrote characters that, you know, you want to root for that are not not as idiotic. This one, it's like, like I just, you're rooting for Leatherface the entire time. Yep. I mean, the kills were cool, but they weren't that cool. I cheered more for watching Fear Street. <laughs> I did. Fear Street was badass. I don't care. I like the first one. That 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 uh the nineties one. That bread slicer kill is fucking <laughs> incredible. That was gnarly, yeah. But yeah, the the main highlight in here is the the bus massacre. That's it. <laughs> Do one thing and you're canceled, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Did you did you notice in the, in the chat it says this looks totally fake? <laughs> Rev, Rev, Rev's chainsaw. Oh fuck! And my favorite part is they all just stand there and die. Um. Well, they're, I mean they're kind of trapped. Yeah, they're like fish in a barrel at that point. Yeah. Um. They some of them could have got out. They decided not to. <laughs> uh. Well, Melody and Lila. Sneaking like the only two that are smart, like let's go into the bathroom and trap ourselves in even tighter <laughs> close corners. Luckily, there's like an old ass like '60s bus that has like a rooftop in the bathroom that they climb out of. But it makes no sense. So they finally get the the handyman. I guess we can talk about him. He goes into the orphanage because he knows something's up. Like the one boyfriend came out, his mouth is all like hanging and like his jaw was hanging. That was sick. Yeah, that was nice. I don't think he would have walked as far as he fucking did, personally. Yeah. But Melody is hiding in the house. And the one thing she... It's the only smart thing she does in the whole fucking movie is when Leatherface is hiding behind the door and she's under the bed, uh, Richter, the handyman, is walking through the door and she, like, puts her foot out to kind of angle the mirror to give him a heads up. Not that it did much. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, out of all of them, he's the only one that put up a fight. But, like, at least he gave the keys back. Yeah, that was actually something. Because most movies, though, they would have been like, oh, he's dead? Oh, I can't search his pockets for the keys. And, like, he knew he was going to die. He's like, all right, get out of here. I'm sorry. That was a gnarly kill, though. They bashed his fucking Yeah, with the hammer. Flat, dude. Uh, so they get the keys, and they're driving the bus, and because the guy driving it felt a little motion. No, no, you're, you're, miss, you're missing one of the... The, the one part I actually really liked. Oh, okay. <laughs> when uh, Melanie, right? Melody. Melody. Melody, like melody. Melody. You know, the the more times you say it, the weirder it sounds, yeah. right? <laughs> she, when she was sneaking past them, but she like, she like fucking Assassin's Creed over over the, the railing, lands oh, on the steps. Yeah. As soon as she lands, looks up, Leatherface is right there. That was cool. That was and cool. Just, that was he cool. He looks, takes the hammer and. Yeets it at her <laughs> like Mighty Thor. <laughs> I mean, she goes flying into the crawl space. I was like, Leatherface is worthy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> taste my moon yeah. <laughs> but the power of soya. <laughs> I'll have another. <laughs> I'm trying to think of things. <laughs> they should have got Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> <laughs> they no, couldn't. Af- they couldn't afford him. <laughs> I was watching. I'm like, oh, that was that was kind of cool. That's what I'm saying, though. Everything Leatherface does in this movie, I have no issue with. I root for him. I don't. Th- I 
don't think he really does anything with it. And I'm like, oh, well, that was stupid. He does a lot of cool stuff. Like yeah. when she's in the crawl space, he's <laughs> he's like chasing her with the saw through the through the Four. wood. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. Um, yeah, but then they're on the bus, and like he's watching the bus pull away, and all you can tell is like the bus is shaking a little bit. You really don't know what's going on. I don't, did they show people like cut a tire? No, no, no. They don't really show anything. The bus driver just like, let me go see what that was, and he pulls over, and the next thing you know, his head's getting tossed in. And there Which was, was funny because you don't even hear a chainsaw go off. There was no, a, there was one like little rev. Yeah, but mm. and I don't even think he hops on the bus right away either. You still had a chance where you could have just got behind the wheel. Yeah. No, and you just all stood there and got trapped just because one dumbass wanted to check what that was. <laughs> I might have ran over an old lady. These these reboots, man, they love just throwing in iPhones and like streaming everywhere. Because like Leprechaun Returns did the same fucking thing. But it was, well, more, they're, it was more self-aware at that point. They're, they're Gen Z, so they're going to take out their phones. Ah, man. It's just... He's killing everybody. Like, I'm just sitting there like, good for him. <laughs> <laughs> good for him. <laughs> there were some nice kills in that bus, too. I hope when I'm like 75, I have that much energy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 30 and I need a nap half the day. Hey, he's got some upper strength carrying that chainsaw around. <laughs> As someone who carves for a living, I, I know. It's, it, it takes a lot out of you. <laughs> Mine's like half the size. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's like the the highlight of the movie. <clears throat> and then, like, I think Sally Hardesty shortly shows up after that. And she just knows miraculously where to go. But no, she's a fucking idiot. She makes the two girls sit in the back seat. Well, she wants to use him as bait, because she said, oh, well, he's after you now. Exactly, so it, it's not even like it's a character you can root for, because I don't, if they're trying to make her like Laurie Strode, Laurie Strode wouldn't do that shit. Like, no, we're going to get the fuck out of here, and then I'm going to go back and kill his ass. Or like, here, she could have at least been like, wait behind the wheel. And she fucking lets him go, and then she shows up again later, shoots him like once, and then... I swear to God, he lifts her up on the fucking chainsaw. It's still fucking running. And they showed a shot, and it's like the same thing from Halloween Kills when he lifts the firefighter up on the crowbar or whatever the hell it was. Yeah. They did not give a shit. They're like, oh, we're going to rip it off. <laughs> I mean, if you think about it, like Friday the 13th, all the producers are very open about like, yeah, Halloween came out, and we wanted to rip it off. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, at least they, with, well, a, a lot. There was a lot of Halloween ripoffs, to be honest. But at least those, like, they, they, Friday the Thirteenth, did it tastefully. Like, yeah, and they were open about it, and they kind of made it its own thing down the line. Watch, they go to the produ- like the producer of this. You guys copied Halloween. What's Halloween? We never <laughs> heard of this movie. <laughs> Son of a bitch! They ripped off our Texas Chainsaw. <laughs> uh. Well, I mean, eventually Friday the Thirteenth just became a comedy with kills. Yeah, it's fun. they're fun. They're they're more fun. Halloween always had more suspense. Friday the Thirteenth kind of became just like, uh, let's see what Jason's gonna do this time. <laughs> <laughs> and then you always relied on Texas Chainsaw for like dirty redneck violence. See, Rob which Zombie I was gonna done say this. it really would have been perfect for Rob Zombie. Rob Zombie should have done a Texas remake instead of Halloween. It would have fit. 
he try he tries fitting it into every fucking movie. That's why I'm really worried about his monsters film. I read somewhere, and this was before he did Halloween. He was trying to make a movie about the Marx Brothers, like a biopic about Groucho Marx, because he's a big fan. I just mm. well, he was also gonna make a remake of The Blob. He's looking. He's looking to the Marx Brothers. Now, where can I w- w- put in the line? Skull fucking in this. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, you can't. You, you can't do that. It's with the Marx Brothers. Ah, I can fit it in somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> What's Bill Mosley doing? <laughs> <laughs> Bill, I need you to play Bracho. <laughs> he probably would have too. Um. No, but he picks her up. And he's, like, literally holding her in the air while running the fucking chainsaw through her ribcage and flings her, like, 20 feet. And somehow she was still alive. For, like, 20 minutes after that. Yeah. Just to deliver the line to Lila, like, if you keep running, he'll keep haunting you. And it's like, oh, we're gonna get cringy now. Okay. <laughs> what if he's, what if, What's in the water in Texas that these people are, like, very... Uh, energetic for being in their 70s. If it's brown, drink it down. If it's black, send it back. Like, I want to know... <laughs> I want to know what their diet plan is. Because when I'm 75, I want to chase people with a chainsaw. I'm guessing it's lots of jerky. A lot of... <laughs> <laughs> lots, lots of jerky and, and beer. Yeah. That's like my diet now. <laughs> I always like Leatherface, though, because he's... He, he, He's, he's one of the husky boys. Yeah. I don't have to worry about losing weight to be uh, Leatherface for Halloween. I could either be Leatherface or Fat Thor. <laughs> Thorbowski? Yeah, Thorbowski. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what did you think about the ending? I didn't like it. They made him into Michael Myers. Uh, I mean, how many times can you shoot someone with a fucking shotgun? Well, and, and then the uppercut with a chainsaw. Yeah, uppercut with a chainsaw. Yeah. Which it looked like it didn't even do a lot of damage either. Yeah, she fucked up. You gotta really get that thing in there. I remember I got really upset because uh, I'm like, oh, Melody's not gonna die in this movie, <laughs> and I was like, that's what that got spoiled for me on Instagram before I saw the movie. Uh, I was just waiting for it to happen. For for me, <laughs> per, for me personally, Instagram ruins everything these days. Oh, it's okay. I think somebody. I think. Somebody posted something about Scream, so now I'm like, I'm not watching I it. haven't seen it yet, don't tell me shit. I won't say anything, but the whole thing got spilled for me. I've... But we're getting another one, so. Yeah, that's all I know. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, well, Sydney didn't die, so we got that going. Um, <laughs> Matt's like, I never said that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I really hate... Right, Eric. Uh-huh. I, right. I really hate shit getting spoiled for me. I was lucky enough that like I got tickets <laughs> for Batman, so I'm happy. Oh, you did? Saturday. When are you seeing it? Uh, Saturday around like 1. Cool. So. Don't spoil it. Where are you going? <laughs> oh, I'm live streaming the whole thing. <laughs> Oakbrook. Anyways... I know, she, like the, the uppercut someone with a chainsaw, and he got what shot twice, or he shot the chainsaw two or three times with the with the shotgun. And he falls into like a well or water or some shit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If you were really smart, and you wanted to end this movie, just lose a limb or something. I don't know. <laughs> at least when she died, I was like, yes, finally, so, something that at least satisfying in this film. <laughs> <laughs> I think my favorite part too was like 
the car is on autopilot, so she just has to watch as the car drives itself, drives her away. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> that's about it. Oh, and there's a post credit scene, everybody. There was? Yeah. I didn't watch it. What happened? He uh, goes back to the, the home from the first one. Oh, you hear that, everybody? We're getting a sequel. Yeah. We should be we're all get, thrilled. We're getting a sequel. No, we're not. We're we'll not be, getting a sequel. He'll be in a wheelchair this time, chasing people. <laughs> <laughs> with, a gas, with, with an oxygen tank. <laughs> no, we'll, we'll just get another movie that's a direct sequel to the first one. <laughs> <laughs> that one didn't happen, guys. This is the true story. This, this Massacre in Texas Chains or something like that. Just change up the name. Just call it Buzzsaw. Yeah. I feel like <laughs> with a movie like Texas Chance, although there's only so much you can fucking do because the name literally takes place in Texas. So, yeah, you're almost going to get the same fucking movie every time. Well, and, there you go. The next it, one will be in Maine. I know. And it'll be a tribute to Stephen King. I don't know. <laughs> I, I just feel like that name in general traps it to one area. So it's always going to fucking feel the well, same. Well, you could say the same thing about Halloween. But at the same time, Texas is fucking big. Put him in Austin. Put him in the fucking city. That'd be dope. Put him along the border of Mexico. I'm cutting that out. <laughs> <laughs> what? What's wrong with that? <laughs> El Texas. Could put in some like you know. El you know. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, put put him in the Senor. put him in the city. I know there was a uh, a Halloween sequel they wanted to put uh, Michael Myers in Chicago. I mean, I'm I'm not against it. Well, it was that was like the original uh, idea for ho- the original Halloween three, but they couldn't get Jamie Lee Curtis. He was supposed to be like be killing people in a high rise and shit like that. That would have been cool. Evil Dead's supposed to be getting a movie like that. Yeah, I have hopes. I mean, the remake was fucking incredible. Mm-hmm. And I had like the the opposite vibe on that. I remember when I first watched, it, I didn't like it, and it grew on me. Much like every Texas Chainsaw sequel I see, I'm like, oh, this movie's not that bad. And then I let it sit and I go, it was fucking terrible. Well, we all have <laughs> we all have the next one to look forward to because that's going to make this one look like fucking Citizen Kane. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I really hope they just stop. If it's not worthy enough to be on the big screen, stop. Just a lot of fan, but that's why I watch I watch fan films on YouTube. You find the occasional gem. I think that's it for this movie. Yeah, I, I, you know we were a little sloppy with it, but you know so is this movie. Fuck it. Fuck everything to deal with it. I wish Netflix would just delete it. And then they're putting Halloween, the Rob Zombie Halloween on. Like, yeah, way to go, Netflix. You really <laughs> don't want to pick it. <laughs> One shitty movie after another shitty movie. Might as well just put the Nightmare on Elm Street remake on there, too. I think the worst thing was it was number three for a while on the, on their list. I mean, on IMBD, it's got like a four point something. God, I fucking hate people. Alright, I guess we can rate this. Um, one. One. And solely because of Leatherface. Yeah, I'll give it a one. There wasn't one even star. Unanimous. One star. The Lone Star. The Lone <laughs> for Texas. There wasn't even like a, a stars good at night are big and bright, deep in the, in the heart of Texas. Texas. <laughs> I remember the Alamo. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
There wasn't even like a like a memorable kill in this movie. Well, the handyman, I think. Like no. Yeah. I'll just say the the bus. Yeah, that's that's just like that's really the only scene we're like. All it right. just didn't feel like when you're watching the remake and the dude's hanging up, and you see him cut into his leg or cut it cut him in half and shit just fall. That felt very realistic, and this one's just like killing people, killing people, killing people. Chainsaw, chainsaw, chainsaw. Honestly, I think really the my, the only fucking yeah, it was a handyman scene was the only thing I was like, ah, oh, that's cool. It was oh. brutal. This is like the only one I actually put up a fight. I'm surprised Brandon. You did. I'm surprised Brandon gave it like a single half star just for the fact that he threw the hammer like a moan here. <laughs> <laughs> that is the reason why I got the star. You want me to put the hammer down? <laughs> uh, all right. Well, clearly we hated this fucking movie. Um, can we agree that Texas Chainsaw 3D is better than this? At least by a half star, for me. I would give a re-rating of a two-star to that movie, at least. Yeah, two. Because at, le- at least 3D felt like a Tex- Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie. And it's this got one really Alexandria didn't. Daddario, so... Really <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> signing out, I'm Eric. I'm Brandon. I'm Matt. And you just listened to... It came from the video store. Get him cut.
Bye.